1: 630 Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Huh. All right now. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. <laughs>
0: Eight and a half minutes left in the first quarter in Winnipeg. The Blue Bombers, two-time defending Grey Cup champions, scoreless with the Ottawa Red Blacks. We got the Blue Jays now up 8-0 on the Tigers. That's in the bottom of the fifth. Game four of the NBA Finals just getting underway. Golden State at Boston. Celtics lead the best of 7-2-1. River Hawks just getting underway at REMAX Field against the Port Angeles lefties tomorrow oil kings seven o'clock rogers place big crowd expected they can win the whl title by beating seattle and right here on 6 30 ched the edmonton elks at the bc lions 6 30 for the countdown to kick off brandon escott host now of the elks broadcast on 6 30 ched we'll have blake dermot as our analyst dave and morley going to be there calling the game uh dave will check in after the 7.30 news tonight. So that is 6.30 countdown to kickoff game at 8 tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, Chris Jones, and the Edmonton Elks ready to go in that one. Yeah, lots to follow this weekend, even though uh, the Oilers no longer in the postseason, which means I don't get to chat with this guy quite as much, but we'll still drag him on Inside Sports every once in a while. Rob Brown on the other end of the line tonight. Hey, Rob, how's it going, man? It's going very well, Reed. How are you? I am doing very well. It's nice to talk to you. I, I got I to gotta check something here. Yeah, uh, you you went to the circus this week? What what is going on?
1: <laughs> I did. Uh, my daughter uh, found uh, she came into my wife and I said, "Hey, I want to go sur- circus." And we're like, "Well, I'm not sure there's a circus in town." And she showed us it on the website, and we uh, went to the circus yesterday. Big there's a big tent across the street from West Edmonton Mall, and it uh, it was a circus. It, it was fun. She enjoyed herself. Some cool acts. Some acts that were maybe a little less enthralling but uh it was uh it, I, 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 my wife and i are trying to figure out the last time i went to a circus and i honestly think the last time that i went to a circus to watch was in russia when i played in the world juniors we went and saw the russian circus and where they had like a bear on a tricycle and stuff, and the big strong man came out and lifted things and stuff like that so that might have been the last time i went to and watched a circus so when i played in chicago in the minors the circus would always come to our arena and we'd have to leave and go practice elsewhere. But they, the circus parade would always be right outside our dressing room and we'd see all the, the acrobats and the tigers and the horses and the bears and stuff. So it was kind of cool, but yeah, we had a nice time at the circus yesterday.
0: Okay. Well, cool. That's all. I, I did not know. I, I rarely venture out to us. I, I, I was, I drove by Kingsway today. Obviously that's close to where I live and there's a little mini midway. Oh, know, yeah. parking lot of Kingsway there's little, oh. ri- I mean I didn't drive right in mm-hmm. but there appeared to be some sort of rides set up, I'll have to try to find yeah. out what's, what's well, going we, on there.
1: Well we've done that, that Midway probably comes, the one that comes through St. Albert as well and my daughter, she takes me there and she, uh, well not anymore because I've learned my lesson but she'll take me on rides that make me sick for three days so uh, <laughs> yeah we. Uh, my daughter gets us to do a lot of things that we wouldn't normally do and most are enjoyable, some not quite as much
0: well, I know your daughter's always taking you on an adventure, so that's uh, that's <laughs> awesome you guys continue to, to bond that way. But, yeah, see, that's the interesting thing. Like, Rob Brown, go stand in front of the net for the first 35 years of your life and get cross-checked in the back. That's fine. But the zipper or the Ferris wheel, oh, no, that's too oh, dangerous.
1: Go, no, not even
0: close. There, She took me on one where the, you go, you spin around, and then the floor drops out, and just you're going so
1: fast that the pressure holds you in place. I swear that I was crying on that. It, 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 when it stopped from then for three, three four days, I, I felt like I was going to be sick. It was like the worst experience of my life. I would rather be cross-checked in the back of the head by Scott Stevens over and over than go on another midway ride. I, I just, I can't do that no more.
0: Well, that did happen. Sc- <laughs> yeah, it, sc-
1: it did. Well, actually, so- I, there's one time that I was standing in front of the net on a power play, and I tried to create space, so I cross-checked Scott Stevens to create a little space between me and him. And then he turned around and speared me in the stomach. And I spent the night in a New Jersey hospital spitting up blood. So I I learned my lesson on that one too.
0: Was he penalized on the play? I I believe he did get a five-minute major
1: uh, because of the blood I was spitting up. But, uh, yeah, there's there's (laughs) lessons you learn in life. And cross-checking Scott Stevens was a lesson that I had to learn the hard way.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, that's uh, sort of a good segue into uh, perhaps <laughs> lessons learned by the <laughs> by, by the Edmonton Oilers against the the uh, the Colorado Avalanche. Let, let's start with the, the one of the big storyline. Maybe it's the biggest one for now. Do you think there's any way Evander Kane is back?
1: Well, I, I would never say never. Um, I doubt it, and it's you and I talked about it uh, probably for the last month of the season. Uh, Evander Kane put himself in a position with his play to garner more money than the Oilers were paying him this year. Uh, He he was excellent as a player. On the ice, he was uh, everything that they had hoped for and probably more. And because of that, he may have outpriced uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, He uh, has a chance at a windfall. Now, again, there weren't a lot of suitors for him before the Oilers signed him. Now, is there more going to be out there? Are they still going to be wary of uh, signing a long-term contract with him. I'm sure there's some teams that are going to completely shy away still. But uh, what he probably wants and probably deserves financially, I don't think the Oilers can afford. And just the, I read the, was it the tweet or whatever he wrote out the other day, thanking people. I mean, it just had a tinge of, I appreciated my time here, but I'm probably moving on, if that's what I read into it. So I, I don't think Evander will be back. Uh, but I would not say never. I think there's always a chance.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, exit interviews. The Oilers had them this week. I, I, Kelly Rudy was on earlier, and I said, "What were your exit interviews like?" And it was really cool because he said over the course of his career. And maybe when he was younger, you might get a tip or two. And then he said when he was an older player, sometimes it just almost turned into more of a chat about life with your GM or how your family's doing. When he was leaving LA, he knew he was going to be traded. And the first words the GM at the time said to him, well, wherever you are next year. And I said, you should have got (laughs) up and left at that point. Kelly's like, I get kudos just for going. Like I knew they were going to trade me. Uh, Like were exit interviews part of the organizations you played for? Were they valuable to you as a player?
1: Um, they were valuable when I had them. I, I don't remember having a whole lot of them, in all honesty. Uh, most of the teams I was with uh, didn't have them. And Now that could, could possibly be uh, maybe they had them for some other players and they, they already made their decision <laughs> up on me. Um, I do know that when I was with Pittsburgh and Craig Patrick was there, I had uh, exit interviews and they were good. I don't remember any in Chicago. Um, don't remember any in... Hartford so yeah no I they weren't as big but back then there weren't I think a lot more now with the players and the the coaches there's it's a team it's where we're in partnership uh I don't think when I played it was much of a partnership it was a dictatorship and it's you do this and if you don't want to do this we'll find someone else to do it for you so I just think that because of the way people are nowadays and kids are and, and and players are there's more of a partnership between the players and the teams and exit interviews are important. And I, I know that uh, kids that are get cut nowadays from minor hockey teams, you have a conversation with those kids when you cut them just to tell them what they need to improve on. And I know I find it invaluable because I, I, I hated when a coach would sit you out and say it's a numbers thing. What am I doing wrong? Nothing. Because obviously you're doing something wrong because you're not playing. So as a GM or a coach sitting out with a player at the end of the season, I would want to know okay, hey, here's what we liked about you, here's what we need you to improve, and this is what we want you to do in the summer. Because now you've got a list, and you can follow that list, and it makes it much easier to become a better player if you know what you need to improve on.
0: All right, so let's, let's talk about a couple of Oilers players specifically. We just had a, a caller before the 7 o'clock news, uh, Bruce called in and said he liked how Ryan McLeod played, especially against Colorado. He called me before the series and was hoping McLeod would have a good series. I thought he did. Uh, I thought he used his speed well. I definitely think he improved from this time last year. What would be a tweak or two or a step or two for Ryan McLeod?
1: Uh, I, I think you would for him, you would want him to work on his aggressiveness offensively. Uh, I, you love his speed. You love the fact that he can disrupt. I think that if I were him, I would have videos of what I do every time I enter the zone. Because a lot of the time, he would enter the zone wide, and you didn't see him take the puck directly to the net. When you got that kind of speed, you can beat guys. And you might not always get a shot, but you're going to create chaos. You're going to create a possible penalty, uh, things like that. So for me, uh, you would tell him to work on his aggressiveness and work on it by watching what you can do better, watching players of similar style how they play, how they drive the net, what they're capable of doing. To to me, uh, Ryan McLeod's got world-class speed. He just needs his uh, hockey mind to be able to go as fast as his skating feet. And I think that's something he's capable of doing, but that's the next step forward for him.
0: All right. Uh, Yessi Pugliarvi, if he's on the team, because Ken Holland did not commit to that. He said, "I got to figure out if he's part of the solution here." I mean, I know this player gets very debated. I know it, he even upsets people sometimes. The, the debate,
1: about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, w- I like Yessie. I do, and, and I cheer for Yessie. He's one of those kids that you just can't not like. Like, there's everything about him is like, oh, come on, you want him to do well. Yessie uh, has every possible tool you could have: size, speed, strength. He can shoot. The one thing that he may uh, that he lags behind on is hockey IQ. I don't think he thinks the game as well as others, and sometimes that sets him back. Um, He he's a player that confidence really affects. There's some players that you know I'm, I'm not feeling it tonight, and but it doesn't take them. It doesn't take them completely out of the game with Jesse. When he's having a, a low confidence game, it takes him out of the game. And we saw it at times where he take 25 second shifts or when he whiff on a shot, like he completely loses confidence. So uh, you cheer for him. I don't know if he's ever going to be the player that they had hoped for being a top you know, four player on a hockey team when you get drafted that high. I think he's capable of playing in the NHL and contributing, but his hockey IQ will probably hold him back from being the 35 to 45 goal scorer that many envisioned them at one point.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. I mean, just, just sign him to a, to another year or two. you, you trade his rights maybe for another player from another organization? Uh, but uh, yeah, that's going to be crazy. What, when seasons ended for you, especially when, and, and you played on some pretty sex, successful teams through, I mean, junior and in the minors and in the NHL, you had a couple of deep playoff runs as well. When, when it ended you know how did it? How did it feel? Like the, the the for now for the Oilers, it's been three or four days. They've had some exit interviews. Like, I think they had a team function earlier this week, probably that last time together as a team. And now a lot of guys are are probably going their separate ways to their summer homes, or if guys stay in Edmonton or, or whatever. How did those days feel? The the initial end of that um, that season.
1: I think uh, first was disbelief. Uh, you you always feel that you're going to win your last every game. So when you lose, you always have to lose, obviously, your last game to end the season. You never expected it. It doesn't matter. You're down 3 nothing in a series. You still didn't expect to lose that fourth game. You felt you were going to win. So there's that disbelief at first. Uh, there's certainly disappointment uh, because uh, you know that if you don't win the championship, that there's going to be changes because, obviously, you weren't good enough. So you look around the dressing room in the la- after the last game and you think, okay, Am I back? Is he back? What's our team going to look like next year? So there's that disappointment. Uh, And then there's, honestly, just fatigue. It just, all of a sudden, the whole season, the playoff run, everything just hits you at once, and you don't have the adrenaline rush of playing in the playoffs. Now, all of a sudden, you're just hit with this unbelievable tiredness that you've been pushing off for so long trying to play through. And for usually three, four days afterwards, you're just exhausted. And it takes a while to get back into the swing of normal life because you put so much on hold for that playoff run that when it's, when it's over, it's like, okay, what do I do tomorrow? And usually it was just rest. And eventually you get back to being a real person again. But in the playoff run, everything else is put on hold until your season is over. And then once it's over, it's just this, wow, what do I do tomorrow? Because... Uh, hockey players, it, they live by an itinerary. It's practice day, it's game day, it's travel day. And you do that for eight months. And all of a sudden, you wake up one day and it's like, huh, what am I going to do today? I hadn't had anything planned. I got to call the team, see what they want me to do. Right. So it, it, it's hard. And that's what the players go through right now.
0: All right. Well, Rob, it's uh, it's always more entertaining than the circus when you come on Inside Sports. Uh, hopefully, we can do this still a few times over the summer for not bugging you too much, and uh, hopefully, we finally get out and golf together this year. Nine seasons together, we've never found time to play around a round of golf, so hopefully, we make it happen this summer.
1: I I hope so too, and I'll only accept two strokes aside from you. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. The the, the, we, we, the, uh, the conditions have been laid out for our for our round of golf. Who uh, Rob Brown, who would probably beat me by at least twenty strokes uh, if and when we do play, but that's okay. All right, uh, Blue Jays now up ten nothing. By the way, in the top of the sixth, uh, it's inside sports on six thirty, Chet. For all
1: the news and expert opinion, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on
0: 630 Chad, Elks and Lions tomorrow. Dave Campbell oh, talked to double no. E D lineman, Jake Ceresna.
2: Well, you're back at the place where the season ended last year. First of all, how did you feel after playing three games in seven days? Yeah, that was that was a rough stretch. That was a rough stretch for sure. Um, body was definitely beat
3: down, and and uh, that third game was really tough. Um, but, you know, uh, full off season to recover, uh, pretty good training camp, and, and ready to go back out there and,
2: and, sh- and show them what we got. What's your read on the mindset of this group and and, you know what you read on your mindset and are we all ready to go here? Yeah we're
3: ready to go we're ready to play football you know um, we did some great things in preseason you know did did, did some bad things in preseason so um, this is going to be like our first real test you know we're going to have all of our starters out there and uh, just ready to go and see what we got and and play our best football and
2: uh, go make something happen. You know I, I wonder what the adjustments like under Chris Jones. And you also factor in you have your D-line coach back in, in Demetrius Maxey. Just wondering how those two worlds are, 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 you know, kind of meshing. They're meshing good. You know, Maxey's
3: been here for a while. You know, he's been here through a couple head coaches, and uh, it's for a good reason. He's a great, he's a great coach. So mm-hmm. uh, it blends really well together. Uh, Jones and, and Maxey work well together. Um, you know, playing in Jones's defense so far has been good. You know, mm-hmm. I like he lets us be be athletes and go make plays, and and, and I'm loving it so far. So should be
2: good and we just got to go out there on Saturday and prove it. How about for yourself? When you came in, it was 2018, I believe, 2019? 2018. 2018, okay. But, you know, when you were here, Mondo was here, and, you know, you had some other veterans, and Mm -hmm. now you look at 2022. You're the you're the guy on that D lines. What's that like?
3: Yeah, uh, it's def- it's definitely a little um, a little different. You know, like you look around and, all, and I feel like before COVID, you know, I was a young guy, and then COVID happened, and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm I'm, I'm the vet in the in the in the defensive line room. But um, just trying to just trying to help the guys, give them as much information as I can. You know, um, be the type of guy that Mondo was when he was here, with with just giving information
2: and trying to be a great leader for our mm-hmm. defensive line. Week one film is always tough. But- Hey, the last time you played Nathan Work was the last game of the season. Yeah. Um, how helpful was that just to kind of in preparation because he have some familiarity here.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, he's still he's still new uh, to the league, so there's not there's not a ton of film on him. We played him a little bit last year, uh, so that was good. But you know, Saturday's gonna be the real test and and uh, s- see what he's all about and see what he's got and and we're just gonna be ready for it and we're gonna play put our
2: um, Best game out there too. Training camp's one thing, but isn't this why you play? Isn't isn't it for a veteran you want to get to week one of the regular season and get this going? Yeah,
3: absolutely. You know, you kind of you're in training camp for so long, and the, and the you know it's dog days. You're, you're there, you know, 6 a.m., 10 p.m. every day, and then you know you get out to the game and you're like, oh yeah, this is uh, this is why I love this. You know, so so the games are fun, love the game, and, and uh, just can't wait, can't wait to put the pads on and get and get ready to get ready to roll.